Hello and welcome to the Wide Teams Podcast, the podcast for geographically dispersed teams and remote workers. Located on the web at wideteams.com and on Twitter at wideteams. This is episode 81. I am your host, Avdi Grimm. And joining me today on the show are Jay Sherwani and Vishal Kapoor, and they are with Screen Hero. Now, a quick bit of disclosure here. Screen Hero has been a, uh, a Wide Teams sponsor in the past. And uh, I asked them to come on the show because I think what they're doing is really cool and really uh, of great interest to people who are working remotely. So uh, without any further ado, would you guys uh, introduce yourselves real quick? Sure. So I'm Jay. Um, I did my PhD at Carnegie Mellon in computer science. And then I started working on an iPhone app for a remote desktop where you can control your computer from your iPhone. That kind of took off and, and did well, and that's kind of... You know, the basis of which we built our team, so the screen hero, and Vishal and I have been working together for the past couple of years on iTeleport. Uh, we came up with the idea of the screen hero around a year ago, and then we jumped ship, made a new company called Screen Hero, which is now what we're working on, and that's what we'd love to talk to you more about. So that's kind of my source summary. Uh, yeah, and I'm, I'm Vishal Kapoor. I graduated from MIT with a bachelor's and master's in computer science. I've been working out here in the, in the San Francisco Bay Area for um, the past 10 years or so since, since graduating. And, you know, at some point I, I left one of my jobs and kind of didn't really know what I wanted to do next. So I was doing some side projects, um, some iPhone apps, and then through that process, Jay and I met. We started working on, on iTeleport, and then through iTeleport, we actually hired a couple of guys, and now the four of us are all founders of this new project called Screen Hero. And let's get right, right into that. What is Screen Hero? So Screen Hero um, is our, what we call Screen Sharing 2.0. Uh, it's the first tool that lets, that's designed to let you work together. Um, everything before this, you know, there's, there's WebEx, there's GoToMeeting, and there's Skype. Uh, these are primarily presentation tools, but we feel that Screen, and what we feel that people really want is a way to work together, and that's what we built with Screen Hero. Let's get into that a little bit more deeply. What makes the difference between a screen sharing tool, which is mainly just a presentation tool, and one which is built around collaboration? There are kind of two major things that we've done that we feel make the biggest difference. So one is that every participant in the session gets their own mouse cursor. So there, you know, if, if you and I are having a session together, I would have my own mouse cursor and you would have your own independent mouse cursor. They're each labeled with our name so we know who's who. Um, and they all, they, they both interact independently. And that, that turns out to be a big difference in terms of user experience. And it, so you can both kind of do things at the same time. It's not just like you're viewing someone else's screen. It's actually doing things together simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's one, that's kind of one big thing. And the other big thing is speed. So kind of screen sharing tools in the past are notoriously slow. They're they're known to be laggy. And so we've spent a lot of time on optimizing HD video streaming to, to make the screen sharing super fast and very low lag. And that's really important for working together because you can imagine if if you click somewhere on, on my screen and it takes three seconds or five seconds to respond, 
mm-hmm. it's it's not really interactive anymore. And so that's these are the kind of the the two things that we think that we've done so far that are really really important to making it to changing it from presentation to collaboration. Yeah, mm-hmm. sense of you know, the, the the how fast it is. The screen hero is so fast that people have actually watched movies together using screen hero. Hmm. And while we haven't, you know, that's not our core uh, use case. It's primarily people working together. But the fact is that if you can watch movies together, it's so fast that you can do pretty much anything. Uh, because you know, movies are like a, a high bar for interactivity or like for fast response. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we actually have a, a cool user story. One of our users lives in New York, and he has a long-distance girlfriend in Hawaii. And they watched Silver Linings Playbook together using Screen Hero. And he, he sent us this like really passionate email about how Screen Hero actually helped them feel closer. Oh, wow. Uh, so that was, that was really cool. And it's, it's kind of, you know, we're not really marketing it for consumers or intending it for that, but people are kind of, you know, learning how to use it and they're kind of discovering these kind of cool uses for it that we didn't even expect. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I'm curious, just a purely technical curiosity. Are you proxying the connections, the screen, actual screen sharing connections? through servers of your own like some services do or is that a direct connection between the the, t- the people that are like peer to peer yeah so uh 90% of the time or so it's a di- we're we're able to establish a direct connection and it's peer to peer and it's encrypted all, all the time um mm-hmm. the other 10% of the time it has to go through our our relay servers because we can't establish a a peer to peer connection oh, okay so that's nice so you actually support both cases you have the, yeah. the the 90% and then you have for the, the people that are stuck behind some kind of weird firewall, you're taking care yeah. of that too. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. What was that germinating moment when you decided to throw your efforts into a new screen screen sharing tool? What what kicked that off for you? You know, I think it's kind of um, a small thing that snowballed over time. Uh, you know, we had many moments at iTeleport where we ourselves would feel the need for something like Screen Hero. For instance, if I was writing an email that was an important email to someone, and I wanted Vishal to kind of look over it and edit it with me, uh, there was no obvious way to do that. Like, you could copy the email into Google Docs and edit it collaboratively there, but then when you copy it back, uh, the formatting is all messed up. Mm-hmm. Or I could email him my email, and he'd edit it and send it back as an email, but then I don't know what he's edited, so it's kind of hard to <laughs> tell you know, what the changes are. You know, you could, like, paste in a Word doc and then send it with track changes, but that's overkill. And again, there's formatting issues. Because all you really need is, can you come over here and like work on this email within Gmail with me, and then we just set it off in in five seconds. It's it's a very short, uh, you know, we wanted a a, a low overhead way of doing this, and it just didn't, didn't exist. And mm-hmm. at the same time, we had customers of iTeleport uh, that were you know constantly telling us that they wanted a way to have multiple people come into their computer and work together with them. It wasn't just like a remote access need uh, where you have an IT administrator working with 100 computers, but more like, I'm on my computer, someone else is on their iPhone or computer, can we just like work together? Mm-hmm. And so we took all of this kind of, you know, in our minds and we just said, you know what, this thing needs to exist, let's make it happen. And that's what we did. Mm-hmm. Another actually um, kind of interesting phenomenon that we started seeing happen with iTeleport users is that some of the users would actually hack the way they used iTeleport to work together. So, you know, iTeleport I, I was remote desktop. It's kind of you and your computer, and you can log in with your Gmail account. But what people would do to work with somebody else is they would set up, like, a fake or, like, just a shared temporary Gmail account, send their credentials to the other person 
so that both people could log into the same computer at the same time so that they could do something together. Hmm. Um, and so, you know, it kind of emphasized the point that people were feeling this pain enough that, right. you know, we wanted to find a better way to, to kind of solve this. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you, you are both in San Francisco, right? Yeah. Or Bay Area. Is the whole team there, or do you actually have some some remote people yourselves? So right now the team is all in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. Um, there's four of us who've been working together on on iTeleport in the past, and we you know, it just so happens that we we are all in the same area. But we are you know we're open to having people work remotely mm-hmm. and seeing how that experience works. Uh, you know one of the things, and we often have this uh, have a, a day where we're like, hey, you know, I'm going to work remotely. Or maybe, uh, you know, uh, all of us are going to work from home. Um, and so we do test our app out uh, in those use cases. Right. And we're also kind of learning, you know, we're talking to other companies. We've had conversations with people at Crypto Labs, at Heroku, at Reddit, uh, to learn how they manage remote work and really mm-hmm. understand the process that, you know, companies that have been working remotely have built up. Because I think there's a lot of learning that's, that's already been done in other places. And instead of reinventing the wheel and coming <laughs> processes and like i mean you guys you're kind of at the forefront of this Uh, just figuring out what it takes to work effectively remotely it's not intuitive it's not something that you can come up with just you know theoretically it's it's kind of an empirical experience-based process right Um, so i think you know at the point at which we get to a remote team we'll we'll kind of be looking at that in a deeper way but for Mm -hmm. now we are all geographically co-located so we haven't been forced to that just yet gotcha gotcha but you do you you work from home sometimes and you and you test it out that that way. Yeah, yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. What sort of, of people are using the tools right now and, and what are they using it for? Yeah, so the, the top three use cases or so I would say are so the, the top kind of by far is developers. So developers mm-hmm. who want to pair program with each other remotely, do code reviews, debugging remotely, um, or even just teaching a concept or learning a concept. That's kind of probably the majority of our of our use case, and these are either, you know, independent developers. They're developers that work that you know do consulting for 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 their clients, or they're you know developers that work at big companies like Facebook, uh, GitHub, Salesforce. We have uh, engineers at all these companies that are that are using us daily, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the second and third ones, I would say, are are designers. So kind of similar to developers, designers are are using Screen Hero to work together. And also work with their clients. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the third one is, uh, helping your mom type of use case. Nice. The, the kind of family IT support thing. Nice. I've, uh, I've done a little bit, bit of that myself. And, and now that you mentioned it, I think I'm gonna, next time I, I visit her, I think I'm gonna install Screen Hero on her machine. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> is that, does that about match up with, with what you expected or who you kind of targeted? Yeah, I think for the most part. And, you know, these are definitely the biggest use cases. But there's a huge long tail of, you know, use cases that we never imagined when we started this. Mm-hmm. So for instance, we've got like music producers working remotely to kind of, you know, mix songs together or, you know, even people creating movies together where, you know, you can't really use Dropbox to send across gigabytes worth of uh, video data. But if you just, you know, remote in with Screen Hero, you can both use, you know, uh, Final Cut Pro or whatever it is that you're using for video editing or, or audio editing. And you know, do the same work that you would otherwise do remote, you know, in the, in the same room. Um, right. Personally, I actually started this interesting thing yesterday, just to kind of add to the the long tail use case, uh, where I have a friend who, with whom I'm now doing P90X daily at 9 a.m. every day, 
uh, where you know he'll start the video on his end and he'll screen hero it to me. So we're both looking at the same video at the same time, and we're both entering our stats, you know, the, the the exercise statistics, the measurements uh, live in a Google Doc um, simultaneously. But it really makes you feel like you're 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 doing this exercise with a friend in the same room because you're both looking at the same thing at the same time. Mm-hmm. You can't pause, uh, and you can't leave either because the other guy is going to be you know writing his uh, his reps and his sets right after the exercise is done. So you better get your thing in there as well. Right. So it's it's really like I think eventually our our goal our our current goal is to kind of revolutionize how people work together remotely. But mm-hmm. our long term vision is really to make to change the way people connect. And shared experiences together uh, when they're not in the same place. Hmm. You were mentioning mentioning watching videos together. Some, something I actually don't know. Does the Screen Hero proxy desktop audio as well? Yeah, there there is actually an an option for that. It's it's kind of like an like an alpha feature right now. But uh-huh. uh, we actually recently just added a, a preference option for that. So if you're there, there, there's there's a bit of a manual setup process. That that's that's why it's an alpha feature. You have to manually install for a Mac, and this is Mac only, by the way, um, you have to manually install Soundflower, which mm. is an audio driver, and we hook into that to, to make that work. So it's it's a bit of a manual setup process, but, you know, some people have specifically asked us for it, and it's it's kind of crucial for things like audio editing or watching the movie and stuff like that. And so kind of, as we kind of, uh, kind of see what the demand is around, like, how much do people want that? Then we'll kind of spend more time on making the process easier to, to set it, set it up and stuff. Mm-hmm. What else do you see people asking for a lot? Well, our, our biggest feature request actually is voice chat. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people usually use Skype and Screen Hero in parallel, um, Skype for the voice and maybe the video and Screen Hero for the, for the screen sharing. But a lot of people has, have actually asked us to, just integrate voice chat into Screen Hero. They're like, well, you know, I use Skype at, at the same time, but I really just want to use one tool. And if you guys integrate voice chat, I'll stop using Skype because mm-hmm. it'll just cover all my, my, my use case. So voice chat is actually our, our biggest feature request. Another big one is, uh, expanding it from one to one to multi-party. Mm-hmm. So if you're collaborating with three, four or, you know, plus people, typically people, want that type of functionality to not just kind of broadcast, which you can do with tools today, but actually interact with multiple people at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then kind of the, the longer uh, thing is is platform support, so cross-platform support. So right now it's Mac and Windows. Um, since our, a lot of our developers are, uh, a lot of our users are developers, they've asked for Linux mm-hmm. uh, quite frequently. So Linux is actually uh, a big platform request. And, you know, beyond that, iOS, Android, so that, you know, I could, I could share Xcode on my Mac, for example, or Sublime with someone on their iPad and we could interact with it simultaneously. And then, and then even, you know, having a web client, a, a, a browser client so that I could share Sublime with you and you could interact with me even from your web browser. And if you wanted to share with me, then you would have to download the app. But, you know, that way we could kind of re- reduce the friction of people trying it out and seeing kind of how, how, how useful this tool is. Right. Can I, uh, can I ask you what you're working on? Yeah. Well, uh, you know, right now we're actually working on, you know, quality. So we're working a lot on quality and performance. So kind of going into all the kind of corner cases that people have in their, 
you know, computer setups at home or at work, the different operating systems they have, you know, and making it work on every kind of corner case. It, it works in kind of the 90% case, but we wanted to get it to 99%. And, you know, also kind of we're constantly working on making it faster. So we actually just released an update for the Mac version last week that improves the, the lag time significantly. And we're, you know, planning on doing a, a similar release for, 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 for Windows. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, we're kind of like really inspired by Dropbox in, in, in this way, actually, where, <clears throat> you know, for the first kind of year, year and a half of Dropbox's life, they really focused a lot on quality and mm-hmm. you know, like really making it work on all the, you know, infinite kind of combinations that there are that uh, of people's setups and of people's networks, all the kind of variables that are there and making it really work on, and on all these cases. And we think there's, you know, nobody's really tried to do this. Everybody in, in the past has kind of, you know, whether it's enterprise tools like WebHooks or GoToMeeting or whether it's more casual tools like JoinMe or, or TeamViewer, they're not really, they, they haven't focused on getting all these things to work. And it's, it's, it's crucial, right? Like, you know, for example, one of the things we want to, that, that we spend a lot of time on is international keyboard support. So if I have a German keyboard and you have an English keyboard, it should, it should make sense. It should work. Oh, that is a huge deal. Yeah. Or, or even if I have a, if, if I am on a, like a Linux machine or a Windows machine and you're on a Mac, I mean, I've had a lot of trouble with screen sharing programs where it's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit a key, but I'm not really sure what's gonna happen on the other end. Yeah. So, you know, we've tried to do some work with that. I'm sure there's more work that we can do to kind of make it make sense, right? Like to make something truly cross-platform and the interaction that I'm used to on, on Linux like I shouldn't have to change that, you know, interaction when when I'm working with somebody on Windows or or, or Mac. I think you know it's it's a constant thing that we're going to keep improving. Uh, I, I think it's it's good right now, and we're going to keep you know improving it to make it really great. Mm-hmm. I think it's really cool what you're working on. I mean, I've I've used it a few times. Uh, you know, I, I've done quite a bit of remote pair programming with lots of different people, and yeah, there there is a lot there are a lot of headaches with the tools that exist right now. And it's really nice to see something that's, that's, can share a whole screen, but is still performant. And, you know, it's nice to see the, the, the multiple pointers thing. I mean, it seems like it's such a small issue, but, you know, just being able to point something out. I mean, when you work with someone, you, you expect to be able to just gesture at, at the screen and, and having a, your own mouse pointer is, I think, the, the next best thing. The interesting thing actually is that even when you're in the same room, it's better to use Screen Hero than to walk over to the guy's desk and, <laughs> And we found companies, you know, both big and small, doing exactly that. And it's kind of counterintuitive, but the but the reason for this is kind of simple when you think about it. Um, like in the old way of doing things, you know, let's say you have a friend that you're working with and you want him to come over. You know, your friend has to take off his headphones, stand up, walk over to you, and then all he can actually do is gesture and speak. Right. He can't move a mouse and he can't type. Um, yeah. And and all the stuff, the interaction is all around code and you know pixels on the screen. So what you really want to do is have the guy come in and you know click on things, point at things with the mouse, and even type things and just say, hey, you know, just try typing this line. And if you've ever tried dictating a line of code, it's just like it's never meant for dictation, right? So <laughs> it's, it's just a mess when you try doing it verbally and you know gest- gesturing with your hand. But when you use Screen Hero, you know the guy doesn't have to move, doesn't have to take his headphones off. And he can kind of jump in there immediately and help you out, do everything that he would do had he been on your keyboard without you getting up. And then within a second, he's gone. So it's like it kind of makes it possible to ask for help 
in a way that wasn't possible before. So that's kind of the other kind of interesting insight we've gotten, which is that, you know, it's obvious that screen view is the best way to work together remotely, but it might just be that it's also a better way to work together when you're in the same room. Mm-hmm. Well, and something that I've seen companies do is I've seen pe- people pair program in the same room by sitting down opposite each other at mm-hmm. a table and one of them screen sharing to the other, and, and that way they can face each other while they're discussing things. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, we, we, we do that as ourselves. Uh, we're not sure how uh, prevalent that is in the in the larger community, but that's that's definitely the, the way we, we use it ourselves. Mm-hmm. So once you've nailed down perfect screen sharing, are there any other problems you'd like to solve? Yeah, so you know, like Vishal said, um, we have a whole bunch of things on our stack for the next 18 months. Uh, we want to add you know, audio chat, video chat, multi-party, platform, the web client, for instance, and even integrations with other products, You know, whether it's things like Dropbox and Box or even HipChat, which is a, a common group chat tool used by developers. We're making it so that we're front and center in the workflow that our users are using every day. So mm-hmm. that using Screen Hero is just literally a click away from whatever, wherever they are right now. The other big thing that we're really excited about is um, our mobile vision. And, you know, our previous company, iTeleport, was a, a mobile remote desktop app. So this is a space we understand really well. And one of the things that people have always been asking for is, is there a way for me to share my iPhone screen with someone else or my iPad screen or my Android screen? And, you know, there is no way to make one app that does that um, universally, like across, you know, there's no background daemon that you can install because of security constraints. Right. Uh, but we actually know that it's possible to make something where you could have an SDK that we build. And then as a, as a mobile developer, you could slot our SDK into your app with just one line of code and instantly make it collaborative across hmm. any platform and any device. Mm-hmm. So let's say that you've written a spreadsheet or a document app for the iPad, or let's say that you're Yelp and you've written the Yelp mobile app, you know, with, with our SDK, you could make your, your spreadsheet or document editing app uh, collaborative so that it's not just, you know, your iPad to my iPad, but even, you know, your Android device to my MacBook or to my Chromebook and, and I'm using your, your app on the website. So it's mm-hmm. immediately cross-platform, which is like, you know, a, a huge win for the developer, but also for the users. But even beyond productivity, uh, we think there's a huge space here for just like regular consumer use, where if you and I are even sitting across the table from each other, you know, hey, when once we're done with this podcast, let's go out and grab a bite. Uh, and let's find a restaurant through Yelp. Right now, the user experience is so you know isolated, where you have your own Yelp app open, I have my own Yelp app open, and we can talk about things, sure, but we can't actually interact on the screen and on the pixels that we're looking at. Right. But with our, with our technology inside, uh, we could both be you know looking at the same exact pixels at the same time and interacting with it live and talking about it at the same time. So it, you know, it, it's the first time that you could have a shared experience on your mobile device whether you're in the same room, whether you're miles apart, and mm-hmm. what's the productivity tool or whether it's a consumer app, uh, you know, we think that there's a huge space and that this could really be a game changer if we do it right. So we're really excited about trying this out in the mobile space and seeing what happens. That's a really cool vision. Thanks. All right, well, this has been um, really cool. Before I let you two go, where can people find out more about you and about Screen Hero online? You can find us at screenhero.com. We currently have a version of Screen Hero for Mac and for Windows that anyone can download. They're both in uh, in the public beta right now, so they're they're completely free um, while they're in public beta. 
at some point when we come out of beta, we'll have a premium version. We haven't kind of finalized, you know, kind of the, the details of how that'll work, but it'll kind of make sense for, for, for everyone. And yeah, so you can, you can try it out. You, you can use it today. Um, it works cross platform. So you can, you can share your screen or you can share an application from your Mac to someone on a Windows PC and, and vice versa. And one thing I'd just like to add, you know, just about Screen Hero, uh, we just graduated from Y Combinator and we just closed our fundraising round. We've got some incredible angel investors on board and, you know, one venture capitalist. So we, you know, we've got a lot of money in the bank now. Uh, we've got a great team of advisors. So we've got, you know, our investors include the founders of Gmail, of Reddit, of Posterous, of Skype. And we're really excited that we've got these awesome people on board. As far as the team is concerned, there's the four of us, uh, you know, we're all technical developers and we're, we're now interested in bringing on a very small yet elite team of developers to help make these visions that we've talked about, make them a reality. So mm-hmm. if anyone's listening to this podcast and is interested in joining us and helping, you know, make the future of collaboration across, you know, any device, any platform, uh, we'd love to talk to you. So just send us an email, you know, our contact information is on screenhero.com. Uh, just get in touch with us. We'd love to talk with you and see if there's a way we can work together. Alrighty. Well, Jay, Vishal, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much, Avdi. Thanks, Avdi. And that's our show for today. The Wide Teams podcast is distributed under the Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 3.0 license. Our music is by Giles Bouquet. Until next week, this is Avdi Grimm signing off. Wild, 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 wild,